Hey, do you want to buy a 2008 uh, 20 crown, Kevin, for 4800 bucks with Air Ride and 19 Shira Kais? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Gerard Bryce's Used Cars. I'm Gerard Peralta. <clears throat> and I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9. <laughs> it's an episode that has a number affixed to it. I do, Kevin, you touched on this. I do feel like this is just time for Gerard to have time away from his family and browse for cars on the internet (laughs) (laughs) and then loosely be coherent about some things and then that's call it an episode you know i mean uh, i mean i feel like everyone was engaged in the last one you know yeah it was food yeah Mm, important correction from the last one caesar salad is not (laughs) italian it's latin it's yeah, Latin? Well, whatever. It's made. Apparently, it was Tijuana. I don't know if we said it was Mexican, but Gerard did talk about how, or sorry, I don't know if we said how it was good Italian. It was from which is an yeah, Italian uh, restaurant in Burnaby. Uh, and, and also in, in yeah, Crescent Surrey. Beach. Crescent, Crescent, Crescent Beach. Beach. Yeah. Isn't that Surrey? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You Surrey folks. <laughs> Love to not say that you live in Surrey. You no, I say I live in Surrey. Like, Surrey. I, I lived well, in Surrey my entire life. Except That's for when not I lived true. And when you lived in Manitoba. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Fuck, I don't want to be fact. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was born in Manitoba and lived there well, for a little while. But that well, wasn't I was literally just yeah. like, shit. And then I moved here and and then I was was born. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't that 12 years? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were, I was, you were born again at 12. (laughs) Why am I fact checking your life? Like I'm doing like, oh, actually Gerard's not right about his, uh, the facts about his own life. That's when, you know, life's what you want to believe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And your memories are, you know, they change over time. Birds aren't real. I mean, (laughs) Birds are real for sure, but you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Hey, I do have two questions. Gerard, did someone write you a question? No. Uh, no. I mean, not this time. There were maybe previous questions that I'd forgotten about, you know, four weeks ago or whatever the hell it is now. Gerard. What? That's not what you should be doing. Well, I'm, and Ryan, you, you, you wonder why every time you're like, how come people ask me the questions all the time? Well, now you know? I know. I didn't know. And like, actually, this whole time, they could have been asking Gerard questions, and I just don't know. It's you know? possible. Yeah. Like, they could, be asking me que- they could be asking me questions, too. All right. All right. I got a question from Alex Hawley, H O L L E Y. Oh, that's Sean's brother. Is it? I feel like no, I met him. Sean Hawley is a different person. Okay. Anyways, go on. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I see what you did. I thought you said John, but you said John. John. What? I don't know. Speed it up. I don't know. John Ali. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, I think I met Alex a long time ago. We had a talk. We talked about Final Bout or something. Yes. Alex. Holy goddamn it! The person with the question. You drunk or something? Get out of here. Well, you lost me when you started. Turn your monitor about. screen down. It's blinding you. Started you stumbling can't about. answer questions. Okay, yeah, well, well, I'm just getting up to speed. All right. Someone keeps messaging me on 
messenger. I don't want to look at it right now. All right, it was, here we go. It's me. Is it? Oh, okay. I'll look at it after. <laughs> it wasn't actually you. It was me, but sure. Well, I mean, Jeez, it's uh, probably both of us. I, I, I also sent him a message. Yeah. <laughs> both of you. At okay, the same on. time. All right. Hey, Ryan. First off, love the podcast and Serial 9 videos. Keep it up! Exclamation point. I listen at work all the time. I have a possible podcast question. You briefly talked about how people treat you when driving the Prius versus the Forerunner. And that reminded me of some reactions that I've gotten when driving my car. Quick time out. Jody drove the Forerunner two days ago and was like, no, you're right. People are way like... Like they get out of the way when you drive the Forerunner, they yield to you. Like you drive the Prius, and people are like, "Get that fuck out of here!" Anyway, <laughs> so that's science. Now yeah. it's been d- tested. Now it's not just a hypothesis. Okay. Yeah, you know, right. it's a bigger, uh, bigger textbook subject matter. You know? No, that's what? perfect. Two is science. Okay, I've got a couple good ones. So my question <laughs> to you guys would be: What is the best slash funniest? Slash most wholesome positive reaction you've gotten to one of your cars. And he goes on to say, I've gotten a couple ones in the Alteza, but the best was actually in my winter beater, a teal MK3 VW Golf. I pulled up to a light on my way to work one morning, and as I came to a stop, I noticed an identical teal MK- MK3 Golf pull up to the light going in the opposite direction. The driver was frantically winding down his window and then pointed at me with noticeable excitement and pumped his fists in the air. He was so hyped that I thought it was fucking hilarious. So of course I gave him the thumbs up and he did the same. It was a beautiful moment. We ended up, (laughs) this is nice actually. Mm -hmm. We ended up turning the same direction and continued this for about a block until we split up. I think that's nice, but. How, what is the most positive reaction you've ever gotten driving your car? Ah, uh, man, honestly, the blit. The blit gives like so many reactions. People trip out over that car. Like just the other day, um, so I'm getting gas, and then the guy behind me, like I sometimes leave my music on or whatever, right? So, but I don't like crank it. I'm not like fucking pounding the whole gas station out, but it's on. And then so the guy behind me is like in a work van with like. I want to say like carpets, like running the entire length of like the, it was like a wagon or something. So I thought it was just him. And then I realized there was like a dude in the back, but they had to like ride tandem. Anyways, that's completely relevant. The guy got out and he's like, oh, that's cool car, man. It's like really fitted, right? And I'm thinking, man, it's like an older guy. Like, What does he know about like fitment and shit? And he's like, oh man, do you have to like play around with spacers and stuff to like get it to fit like that? I'm like, oh, like, no, actually we make all the arms. So Whatever, that's interaction one. I literally leave that gas station, pull up to like the left turn light at that intersection. And some older, even older dude, like in like a like a Buick rendezvous or whatever those fucking things are. Dude, those things are so terrible. Yeah, like rolls up and he's like so stoked, man. So like I'm in, you know, right hand driving. He's like right beside me. And he's like, like I see him like as he pulls up, he's just like got this huge smile on his face and he's like, He's like giving me thumbs up and stuff and this. And I roll down the window and he rolls down his window. He's like, he's like, man, it's beautiful. He's like, it's really cool. He's like, I wish they had stuff like that when I was a kid. I was like, man, like they probably had way cooler stuff when you were a kid. This guy was like easily 50 to 60 to. So about Gerard's age. It's a good one. (laughs) 
but yeah and then he was just like it just it's so cool it's like it's so beautiful like he just was going on and on and i was like oh man thank you like you know and then like the left turn light turned green and i had to like leave him and like oh that was really hard give him like a first gear like rip and yeah the guy was like just so stoked like big huge i was like i made his day or something it was hilarious oh well that's why we do it i guess dude i had one i had one recently um it was i was in the 18 crown i was at 7-eleven and i was i was leaving 7-eleven this kid's i walking by my car and all like he's you know he's all looking at it and i'm just like oh man i know i know this kid wants to talk (laughs) you know Mm-hmm. so so then i like come over and he's like yo man is this your car and i was just like yeah like he's like oh it's so sick blah blah, blah. like and he's like yo man like can i ask you can i ask you a favor can you like pop the hood and i was like uh I'm, yeah, there's nothing really to see man it's just like a bunch of plastic covers and stuff and then um yeah this this story is hilarious so then anyway i do it and he, he's all like oh okay yeah i see what you mean and then i was like oh i have this other one <clears throat> i have this other crown the generation before it's got the one jay-z it's six speed it's manual and he's like oh my god that's crazy he's like, it's like yo is that like your drift car and i was like oh i have this alteza and then he's like yeah man my buddy's got an is 400 like he's like yeah man i, I drifted that thing like blah blah <laughs> just like okay and then like yeah then the story started to get like even more of like preposterous and like i was just like all right man like sorry but like i gotta go back to work now like and he's like like, what direction are you going? <laughs> what? Yeah, he wanted me to give him a ride. I was like, I'm going that way. And he was just like, oh, man, like, I was really hoping you could, like, give me a ride. And I was just like, like, no, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, bro. That was like I my wanted... most recent, like, hilarious, like, car interaction, I would say. The Celsius was sick. Say what like, I just remember, like, being in, in, like, traffic in the Celsius. And this, like, it's the same thing. It's like right hand drive. So you're, like, right beside, the other people in traffic and this woman is like that's like the nicest toyota i've ever seen like <laughs> she was just so stoked and like she's like same like super old woman like in a camry like oh my god that's the nicest toyota i've ever seen when i had the purple verosa i'd get older women saying that it's a beautiful car it was like that too she's like oh what kind of car is this i'm like oh it's a toyota verosa She's like, where is it from? I'm like, oh, it's from Japan. She's like, I've never seen anything like it. It's very beautiful. Like, I guess because it was purple, but also like the weird sort of like curved curves of that car. Like, yeah, yeah it was art. But but it was like three older women would uh, had had like spoken to me about that car. Whereas like with the Blit, I swear like older men like love that car. Like, I, yeah, I remember driving one time and like, this couple was walking, like an older couple. And the guy was just going hard, like thumbs up. And like, you know what I mean? I was at the light and, and I was like, this guy's like on the sidewalk walking with his wife. And, you know, they're older. Like, Dude, that's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just so stoked to see a car that's not the same as every other car, you know? Yeah. Good. Anyways. So, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Um. I don't remember positive experiences. I I am shaped solely <laughs> by negative experiences. It's I got funny because a, a lot of those too. Yeah, it's funny because when we talk about it, and you're like, I think back to when I was in Regina driving the 180, 
and people would like speed up and to roll down their window and be like, you're on the wrong side. And then like drive away. I'm like, yo, you got me. <laughs> My car is on the right. You know, and another dude one time um, I had uh, work like emotions on my car but it didn't have the the center cap that covers you know the thing you know didn't have that and some guy was real mad at me he was like oh you're gonna get it you can't you're gonna get a pebble in there and it's gonna wreck wreck your wheel like you're gonna throw out all your shit in there like no like in the you know how you guys built that cover that goes over like yeah, oh. covers like the hub center. Yeah, the hub yeah. center. He's like, you're going to get a rock in there and it's going to wreck your wheels and your like hubs. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like, thanks, man. Yeah. Drove away. Um, no, I would say. Dude, I literally like, had like rocks and pieces of wood and grass and many other things like jammed in between the seat of the tire and my rim lip. Yeah, I've had that like... choice the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they were on the XD9s. I don't know. He was just like, ah, they're... anyway, doesn't matter. I would say the, honestly, the most positive things I get from my car are in the car community itself. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Um, in And then the other thing I would say is when Kevin and I went to the US, I just thought people were way more, and we've talked about this, so I'm yeah. not going to it too much, yeah. but like, just like, random people were just fucking amped on the car and it doesn't really happen as much in vancouver you know like if people mm-hmm. are like you know i've had yeah, i mean you also live in you also <laughs> live like in the vancouver yeah. area where people are like not like they hate cars like i live i mean not not i mean yeah there's a pretty big community of cars and self-serving stuff but also like langley the further east you go it seems as though like they're more into cars yeah it's uh we've talked about this before and then we got into a bit of an argument about it but like i do think (laughs) that uh the type of cars that we are into sometimes are a little bit maybe more blue collar Mm -hmm. uh and where i live i don't even it's not even that people aren't into cars i think it's that they're into cars as like a status symbol not as like an expression right so yeah you know oh that how many white teslas can you see how many I don't know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. you live in a neighborhood, you have to have a Mercedes. You live in another neighborhood, you have to drive a Lexus. People only care if it's new. And I mean, like, you told that story about your brother-in-law, Gerard, where he went on a date, and he said, like, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> other car is a Porsche Taycan. It's like an elect, And she's like, oh, I'm only impressed by Teslas. But it's yeah. like, the Porsche is way more impressive yeah. than yeah. the Tesla. But, like, it's it's just that thing where it's like, yeah, where I live, you're a bit more hard pressed to get like a an amped reaction. I do find the further east you go mm-hmm. in the city, like leaving one of the serial nine days, I was driving my car and you know people were like super amped on it and mission and mm-hmm. and that, but like yeah, not so much in Vancouver. But do it for me. It's yeah. all for me. You got you got to. Yeah. So that was yeah but anyway okay well that's not okay i got another question and as gerard called it it's from our friend mixilla mikey all right so let's start this by saying kevin yeah you were there kevin was at was recently at a two-day drift event in mission if you listen to Uh, our 
I have, was it two podcasts ago or the when Gerard was like, I'm going to go on drifting. And then he realized that he couldn't. And then anyway, yeah. so that has happened. Kevin, time, has, time has passed. Time has passed. <laughs> Fast forward. Um, okay. So Ryan podcast question. Due to recent events, the two-day drift event at Mission, I noticed a couple of things that sparked some questions. The first thing I noticed is there seems to be different avenues in drifting. I see people who have the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s style cars being low, good fitment, etc., etc. Then I see a bunch of cars that don't really have any style at all. My question is this. Do you feel that the cars that don't really have style or good fitment are really car people. I feel that the people who have that taste of style are more involved in the car scene at some point, whereas the other people are just literally there to drift. Okay, so does that part make sense? You guys on board? I'm not totally understanding. I, I'm so, what I understand what he's saying. So he's saying yeah. that like the people who have the nice cars with the fitted wheels who are at the drift events, are the people who are actually sort of in the car scene and the people that don't seem to have any style are just there to drive. Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Good. Thank you. Also, I'm seeing a lack of the whole 90s style. We're kind of into the next generation of, and then quotations, car people. And I had a convo with some people and they had literally no idea or have no exposure to the kinds of things that we're into, i.e. Japanese wheels and parts. Whereas someone like me, luckily, I managed to just squeak into that whole 90s era due to friends I made. But I think most people after me don't have the same exposure and only know what social media is trying to sell them on. And people before me got into it with magazines and et cetera and all that stuff. So do you feel the next generation doesn't know about the whole 90s era because social media is feeding them clout builds and stuff. I feel like this is a lot of what we have talked about, but I think we can revisit a bit of it. <clears throat> and then there's a last part. We can come to it after because uh, there's a lot to. Unpack yeah, here. that's already so, like that's already like so many questions. It seems like. So first part, Gerard, are, do you have anything to say? Or, yeah. Are we okay? What's are we going to break it down, or is it are we going to do? multiple parts on that or yeah let's break it down first and foremost people that don't care about car style are they are really they car people? are they really car people i mean or, yeah all types of car people man like are autocross people car people or are they just racing people is that what you're saying basically uh well no no i, I kind of feel like within within each genre there are the car people and then there are the people that are just kind of there doing it. I feel like you could say it with drifting, you could say it with autocrossing. I just use autocrossing because it's like quote unquote the like nerdiest form of motorsport. Uh, we call them wieners. I call them wieners. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I remember like when I we used to sponsor an autocross guy way back in the day. So I'd go to the events and this and that. And like there'd be the guys that would just be so nerdy about the setup. Like it didn't seem like they gave a shit about like how the car looked or the coolness or anything of any of the parts. It was literally just like, these are the parts to use. And they never really looked out of that like envelope. Like for example, if you're a drift guy, 
you're like, okay, I have WiseFab or okay, I have FDF because like that's what these pro guys are running and that's what works, this and that. But it's like they don't like give a shit that it makes your car look like garbage. They don't care that like it may or may not be strong. They don't care that it's like pieces of flat bar welded together. They don't give a shit. They just, this is what quote unquote works and this is what I'm going to use and I'm going to go drifting and it's going to be good and I'm going to be a good driver or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. are those guys still car guys? Like, yeah, they're just, their priorities are in different places than us. Like there are people like Cole, for example, who like want the parts to be so crazy or something, whether it's warranted or not, it's like, maybe you don't need a super crazy billet part to do the job, but maybe some people like that, whether the billet part works better or not, you, you have no idea. They, they could have totally different intentions. Like for example, an AK 49 versus a wise fab kit. It's like the AK 49 has a totally different purpose. <laughs> hey, what so is that purpose? It's to make your street car drift better. You know what I mean? Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Kevin, what do you think? Uh, kind of got a, you know, I'll, I'll agree to Gerard a bit here before I feel like maybe I won't agree with Gerard in the end, but I don't know. Uh, cause yeah, it's like, you, you know, like I'm, I feel like my car was starting or is starting to get that way where it's starting to get super beat up. And I'm like, how much money do I want to put in to keep making it look nice and nice when like, it's just going to get beat up. But like, I also, then there's the other part of me where it's like, uh, I, I want it to look nice because like it's my car and I want to have a nice looking car, you know? And, but yeah. you know like it's, it's like this happened to me when i went to the villains event with cedric where it's just like all right well because i'm running such a specific tire and this and that like i couldn't drift where it's mm -hmm. like if if my car wasn't as fitted or wasn't as low and didn't have to have such a specific tire in the front and the rear and i could run a multitude of tires without it rubbing you know because the tire size and the offset i have is like the perfect size and offset to not rub anywhere at full lock all the way through. I mean, you could have just raised it up. <clears throat> yeah, I know. But then I would have to like redo my alignment and like blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And like, yeah, that sounds very unkevin like. And there are things <laughs> I could have done, you know, but you made a video um, and said, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I still want my car to look like that. And, you know, so, but yeah, I do, I do kind of hate on it a bit. Like, like, I don't want to be out there with your bunk-ass car. Like, Ryan doesn't want to take photos of your bunk-ass car. Like, yeah. Like, the only person having fun is you. you know, as, as Ryan said, it's like drift masturbation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to, like, say it, but I probably don't. I preach it, but I don't practice it, so I should probably just not say it. <laughs> oh, that's not the Gerard I know. Say it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, for example, that G35 is supposed to be a practice car. And I mean, if we had those events and stuff, it, that car would 100% probably have been done because I could have been driving it the entire time before my actual car is now just starting. Um, but yeah, like, I was like, oh, like, I'm not going to, like, make this car so crazy, like, visually. But it's like, at the same time, it's a G35 sedan. And like, the a good looking G35 sedan that drifts is very few and far between. And like, like there's no fucking way I'm going to have an ugly G35 sedan drift car. Right. Like I'm going to obviously make it as zero line as possible just so that like when people do see it or photos of it, they'll be like, yo, like that's actually kind of cool. Like I want to build that. 
it's like, I don't, I don't really know how many people get inspired by a shitty looking drift car shredding. Mm, that's you know interesting. I mean? Yeah. That's, I think, that's what I mean. I it's think like there is what, an answer. Yeah. I think that's sort of what we were saying. You know, it's like, it's the only person who cares about that is the person in the car. I, I mean, yes and no. I think, I think other people like the guy drifting that car probably do care about that because they see past the fact that, they, or maybe they just don't see it at all, that it looks like shit. They're like, Oh, that looks like a car that I could buy you know, financially, like it, you know, fits within my budget. Oh, it looks like it drifts pretty well. Stock engine has 280 horse or whatever. Oh, he only bought, you know, the GK tech angle kit for fucking thousand dollars or whatever. And like, so they just see like the ABC and the car shredding and they're like, Oh yeah. Like that looks great. You know what I mean? It doesn't see the person having fun. Yeah. It doesn't great, but the, fun being had in this package looks great huh interesting because maybe we were all car guys and then drifting came into our lives so we're like car people and then drift people whereas yeah. maybe those people are just like yo like to varying the, degrees they're that yeah exactly that's just like drifting. yeah it's a per there this is a actually like a very big thing so one I feel like we've kind of touched on this in the the nine types of car guys. Yeah. So there's a bit in there. But I would say, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's all perception, right? So we perceive drifting to be the best version of drifting to be one way, which is the way that we practice it or support or engage with it. But I mean, and this, uh, go on. That's our preferred way. It's that's really, we don't think, that's it's, I think it's the best way. Then well, well, that's not. Then, then why do you think? adhere to it? Yeah, because we think it's the best. You obviously think it's the best, no matter what you're about to say. <laughs> you're, you're actually like, like it's what I like the most. Does that mean yeah, it's the what, best? No. Have you ever had a conversation with him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Anyways, I mean, like. Because what you you wouldn't want like what's the best way a pro car that's a thousand horsepower you would be mad about the fitment like you wouldn't like that you wouldn't I like mean, the no, ride height true because what about example, a BMW with no windows and like crunched in quarter pounds is that the best way okay so what league is the uh, is the HGK Supra in so it has a thousand horsepower it's super sick looking and it's fitted and it performs well. And it's so trick because it's like completely made of carbon fiber. So like that to me is the best drifting style. Yeah, but that just you could like easily you... make that car look like a street car. That just to me though. But then that's the thing you've so already pro level it on it. Yeah. So pro level you... drifting is no. I mean, I probably wouldn't drift that car at a pro level. I would have that car and drift at you know. Yeah. Not you my would... level. No, you, you can't drive drift. that car. Mission. Why not? Also. Hang on, you just put the caveat of like this is the best way, but then you've changed it into the thing that you care the most about. You're like, you <laughs> said it can look like a street car, which is what you care about. It can about. have good fitment. It can have good fitment, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't drive it at a pro event. So yeah, you took a really cool chassis <laughs> and you just molded it to be the thing that you're into, which is what. So you're basically, about. I've built the highest possible level street drift car on the planet. <laughs> 
that's what you would want. And I think, that is what I'd want, honestly. That and that is, is what I think the scene that you exist in and that you're thriving for. And I do think if you didn't think that was the best, you wouldn't be doing it because I've met you. And I think that you you are focused on doing things the best you can. That seems to be the mantra of Serial 9. It's like you do the things the the best you can for them and you are never satisfied with what you have and you always want things to be better so i think yeah i don't think you're like making like like oh i wish i could be a pro drifter because i think if you wanted to be a pro drifter that would be the world you exist in what i was going to say before we had that tangent is that yeah it is perception i think uh we think that what we're in what we're into is the best uh but then when you talk to the pro guys, they feel like what they're into is the best, right? Like they, they don't. We kind of talked about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. At a point, they don't. We were all at a drift event. They don't like take a second look at our cars because they're focused on what they're doing and very engaged in like that the competition aspect of it. Yeah, I was gonna say also. I feel like those guys are more like athletes, quote unquote, than car guys. Like they, they care about winning. They care about competing. They care about, you know, getting better. I think it's faster. still a car guy. I think no, no, no for sure. Car I think, guy. Right. A, I think it's. It might even be the purest form of car guys because car guys are all ego driven. And then it's like we've said in the past, or Kevin said, when you do a competition, you get to know if you're the best. Like it's undisputed. You get to be the yeah. best at what you do. Whereas everything else. That we're into is kind of like sub- subjective, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like a cool car is <clears throat> subjective, you know. Like but even like drifting, we... judging is subjective. Yeah, I mean, they try to make it not be, but yeah. for sure it is. Um, so I do think that all these people are car people, and it's very easy though to forget <clears throat> that we are just into like one niche part of it that we yeah. feel is the best. But I also now, don't feel that those people are like ignorant of that niche. Like he was just like, oh, like the people before us, which would be us, got into it through like magazines and like old Japanese DVDs and stuff. And the people in like currently are like, you know, there's a huge exposure of JDM scene and like the 90s scene, which in my opinion it is what he's calling it. But I call that like the 2001 yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah. Like when when those cars started like getting super modified and that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, also it, it is interesting because yeah, it isn't like '90s, '80s, and 2000s. It's like it is the 2001 era. It's just I feel like the 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 there's different groups in that segment, but maybe we're just thinking of like cars that are nice. Well, I mean, I mean, no, that's totally true. Because like, there's the people who, you know, there's the people who like the older cars and smaller wheels. Who, you yeah. know, like Shit Dynasty, who are all out there drifting with nice cars and nice wheels and like well put together stuff. They just mm-hmm. like those cars and those motors and those types of wheels. And then you know, there's people, yeah. there's people like Animal Style, you know, who are drifting all like S13s and that sort of stuff. And then you know, there's us drifting like whatever. Right. So that's there's like different. There's different subcultures of it, you know? Yeah. And like, but just because you all have the same chassis also doesn't mean you have the same style of cars. Yeah. And they all, there is different, there's different styles within those because like animal style doesn't traditionally, as far as I know, unless I'm wrong and it's, I, I don't mean this in an offensive way, but 
fitment isn't as important as the function of the car. Like, I mean, they evolved though, right? Their cars used to be nuts. Yeah, but now yeah, I mean, yeah, you can definitely see a progression of their like their first cars were a lot lower yeah. and more fitted, and now it's a lot more about the like the driving and the handling. And the, yeah, it feels yeah. like. But there's still, I think, respect to be had there, and that still kind of fits into the. Oh yeah, I mean, they still obviously of, like fully care about you know like full like motor out engine bay flake paint jobs with flames and hearts and lace and... yeah what i was gonna say though is we talk about the guys that drive the shitty car like uh, well, whatever we the shitty cars the cars that i don't want to take pictures of i'll be that guy and uh, yeah i it is easy to be like and i Fuck. call it drift masturbation and all that shit but I do think that people probably show up at the track and see people driving that. It's the lowest barrier of entry to get into it. And the person's having a ton of fun. So I do think people see that and then kind of chase that. But now there's another part to this is that uh, we talk about this a lot, not on the podcast, but we are all getting older we talk about that a lot on the podcast but all right can i say this uh, real quick yes or, say it um it feels like a dojo you know like you see the black belt and like you you're like yo that shit is crazy that's the guy i want to be you know that's what i aspire to be and maybe that's what's having like the like this sick car that's painted nice that's fitted nice that's also shredding you know, maybe that's what that is. But then, like, the other dude with the, like, shitty car is maybe, like, the yellow belt. And you're like, okay, like, man, with a little bit of, like, self-discipline, I could be that guy. And it seems obtainable. And you know what I mean? Whereas, like, the black belt, you're like, I want to be that guy. But, like, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, you know? My thought is counter <clears throat> to yours, actually. And oh, interesting. Well, so, maybe this will that's, be a that's thing. That's great. That's great. Otherwise, we're all just here shaking each other's hands. Yeah. Um, I wonder, and this is a, okay. So what I was saying, we are all getting older. We don't go to as many car events. Kevin, you're getting, you're, you did a lot of drifting this year, and it sounds like you want to do more drifting next year. Uh, Gerard, you haven't had a ton of seat time. And life gets Surprise. in the way. We don't. Yeah, life gets in the way. We don't go to as many car meets, car shows, car events mm -hmm. as, say, someone in their 20s or late, you know, early 30s might have time for. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, it's a lead by example, I think, is that if you go to an event and there are no really nice cars there shredding, doing it like, doing what it's meant to do, like looking how it's meant to look in our mind, uh, you know, subjectively. Yeah. Uh, there isn't anyone there. Like you're not even, the dojo doesn't even have a black belt on the wall to look, to be like, oh, I want that, you know? like Yeah, no, you're, you're right there. A, a reoccurring theme with car guys as they age up is they often have this attitude that's like i can't be bothered to be involved in the car scene i can't be bothered to go to meets i can't be bothered to do that you can talk about all the reasons of why they want to do it maybe there's excuses maybe it's legitimate but when you yeah. remove the people that have like 
kind of gone up through the ranks and set the bar, they don't get missed. They get replaced by someone else. And that someone else is just like, if that person has... Well, because, yeah, it's like you're hanging out with the same five dudes every night. And then it's just like, what are we doing tonight? Every night. And all of a sudden, oh, there is something to do tonight. There's this car thing. There's no reason yeah. for you not to be going. You know what I mean? Like you're, exactly. You're obviously now, going. But that's now that's yeah, you're going. But then like, I guess what I'm trying to say, if there's no Gerard, Gerard, I'm trying to get Gerard to be back. Interesting. I am here. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, if there's no Gerard, it's not that people kind of sit around and lament and wonder like, oh, I wonder what Gerard's doing they find a replacement for Gerard, you know, like you're only as good as your last show is kind of what I'm saying is that, and that's the same for drifting. You go to a track and if there aren't nice cars there, there's no example to be seen of what it could be. So you see it for what it is and that's what it looks like. You can't, it's hard to aspire to something different when you're, when you're in the, in the muck. I I know examples of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my big thought. Yeah, no, I think the more you show people that, the more they're going to want it. But then if someone goes and has a cool car and is a shitty driver or doesn't shred, and then the guy who has, like, the shitty car is shredding, then that also sets an example of, like, well, that car is kind of whack because, yeah, like, oh, it looks pretty, but wish he could drive. Be a lot cooler if he could drive. Oh, he's not this guy who knows how to drive. And so it is like you kind of have to have this like perfect little package. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be up. right it. You gotta be right in that box. You yeah, that not be too far any any four directions. You gotta be the Dominic Toretto of it. <laughs> but that is, uh, you know, and that's where Final Bout found its niche. That's you know we talk about it all the time, but it sets it sets an example of nice cars that aren't necessarily all the same, but are within a certain level of parameters. And the driving is within a certain level of parameters as well. So the funny thing is now Mikey's asked this question and Mikey is now, honestly, he's in a drift video that has like 300,000 views. Yeah, it's probably closer to a half a million. Oh, to half a million views. So now... Mikey is kind of like he's a person that's leading by example because it's like he's saying like oh I you know I was showing all these things and now kind of in a way it's on Mikey then to carry that torch and then inspire other people to do it because it's not Mikey someone else is going to do it and they might not do it as well and look as good doing it. Yeah, I mean, and Mikey's a great dude to carry the torch. You know, he like Mm -hmm. builds some pretty nice stuff, and he's always out there like. All right. Do you feel the next generation doesn't know about this whole 90s era because of social media is feeding them these clout builds and stuff? I mean, who who are they? And like, I feel like it's like, why big, does why big do media, kids, bro? Why do kids know who fucking Michael Jackson is? Some the young kids today still know who Michael Jackson is because they fucking find it or because there's somehow yeah. there's always going to be some sort of exposure man like like if you if you're that type of person you're going to be into that type of car i don't know how to describe it like 
You're saying the classics are the classics. That's what you're saying. No, it's, it's like, like I was good for good. Why did I like nineties to two thousands? Fucking because you grew. You grew up through. No, it. but like I, I mean, there were all kinds of other fucking cars at that point. You know what I mean? I could. I mean, we also grew up through cars. the two thousand ones and like yeah, you know, I grew yeah, up exactly with muscle, muscle cars. cars. I didn't grow up like, with those cars. I had to go to Richmond, fucking seek out the DVDs and like buy or download or do any fucking thing I could to like find these cars once I had somehow seen it and I'd never seen it before I don't even remember when the first time I saw any of those fucking cars was like those didn't I mean, exist you would have either. seen Datsuns and shit like you were yeah around. I saw Datsun stuff for sure Datsun but I mean those aren't drift cars those aren't no but I those aren't connecting like the dots then you went to a haunt you we've talked about no, this okay so so it's my new catchphrase when I was in college <laughs> One of my buddies had a 240SX, like a hatchback fucking 240SX. Like he would fucking drive me to school and shit. And I was like, oh, this thing's pretty cool, right? Like never did I know that that was a fucking drift car. I never, ever. And I was like a heavily into cars car guy. Like I was rebuilding the carburetors on my fucking Cortina that I had built completely in my garage because I was into those cars at that time. I was into like the Pintos, the Cortinas, the Capris, like all the 60s and 70s cars driving to school driving to college in a fucking s13 like a 90 like a late model s13 it was like you know had the hikus it was like super nice like the top model at the time and it was like fucking brand new or what not brand new it was like 1997 Mm. so it would have probably been a 93 i guess because s14s were already out right um and then also (laughs) i would see downtown um ross from technique back in the day had a super crazy s14 and like, yeah, I knew it was a nice car. It was a fucking 240SX that had like nice wheels and shit. But like, I didn't know that that was a drift car. I didn't know that drifting even existed and shit back then. And like, I honestly don't even really know how I got exposed to any of that shit. But like, somehow I did. And then all of a sudden, that was my direction. Everything went that way. Even before that, I, I was heavily into like the Honda scene. You know what I mean? Like, I have a theory. What was the theory? Well, I think it's pretty like you're always, and you've. Uh, I'm not going to say it again. Um, you're at the the forefront of of what's going on. You were around for Hondas when Hondas were popular, so you were. That's what you were into. You were at the mm-hmm. forefront of the it thing. And then when drifting came around and became the it thing, you were in on the it thing. You've always so like the real question is does gerard now stick with drifting or is there going to be a next it thing that gerard would actually like but i mean there are so many things that i do like the four by fours and stuff and like you haven't done that for a while i mean that's just happenstance yeah um annie but four by fours is an it thing and you do you have a you have a japanese four by four you know like that i mean i also have the like exterior which i feel was more of like a that type of four by four, like forerunners, and you know, yeah, all that still shit. a Japanese four by four, but yeah. yes, yeah, you're still, you're always there's, I, if you could have it, you'd have a Porsche, you know, like, and I'm not saying that Porsches, maybe mm-hmm. Porsches are always are at the forefront. I don't know, but anyway, there's, you know, yeah. like, there's, uh, there's that. Um, so that, I mean, the more valid question there is I, like, I, What's the thing that gets Gerard out of Drift Shade? You know, like what's the thing that moves? I don't know. 
I mean, like, it's just... like Kevin's stuck in it. Kevin's not going anywhere. I can see. We're talking about future trends, and Kevin's eyes have glossed glossed over, <laughs> and he's like, "Nope, <laughs> got to get to these racetracks before they close." I mean, I d- I definitely do want to actually like track race at some point. The only thing is, I just I, I don't know. I I feel like I so much going on it's like i can't even make it to a drift event let alone a fucking track event which like to me does seem like a bigger endeavor it's like usually farther you know it's like the car has to be probably a little bit like more thoroughly like looked at when you go to a drift event shit's falling off on half the cars anyway it doesn't matter you know what i mean the tech is like a joke 90 percent of the time like but like at a track event like there's safety involved because you're actually going as fast as you possibly can so it's like you might want to fucking have a car that's not a piece of junk. I'm not saying my cars are junk, but like it's not as mm-hmm. imperative to have a safe drift car when the maximum speed you're going is like 100 kilometers an hour or 120 or right. 130. Anyways, I, I want to add short, something. Though, I just want to answer the actual question because we've like gone yeah. on this huge tangent now. I yeah, think yeah. I think now with the internet and this social media and all this other crap, like every fucking thing is available, man. Like. You literally search a hashtag drift or a hashtag like fucking S13 or whatever. And you'll be bombarded with thousands of images of every possible iteration of an S13. Like even if you're remotely into cars, you it's so fucking easy now. You just have to puke out some hashtag and the world is at your fingertips. Like the entire world, the wheel choice, the wheel fitment, the suspension brand, the body kit, the car itself, the engine it has, who built the car, where every fucking aspect is literally at your fingertips. You could not be easier for anybody in the entire world to find any genre of any car, of any discipline, of anything. Yeah. And then if you can't find the answer, you just mess You're living under a rock. No, you message the owner and demand answers. Yeah, without basically, saying, please yeah. or thank you. Wheel specs. Yeah, like you could talk to a guy in Japan about how he got his car to be underground. Like, it's it, you could do that these days. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that the, at the in the is, same respect, like I had people at, like I saw, I saw that 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 checkpoint video posted somewhere before, and people were like, "Yo, what car is that?" And I was fucking floored. I was like, "What the fuck do these people mean? What car is that?" Because I guess there are people that don't know what Cressidas are, but like certainly not of my there are fucking. People. I know, but that was yeah. the thing. I feel like maybe that that could possibly be why that video got so popular because the car was obscure to like. I mean, realistically, like who knows what a Cressida is in the grand scheme of car people? Probably fucking one or two percent of people know what a Cressida is. So now all these people that don't know what a Cressida is, they see this thing drifting and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And they're like. And they have to find out because maybe they think it looks cool or something. You know what I mean? It's the same reason we thought Cressidas were cool back then. These people are feeling the same feeling to Mikey's car in that video. Oh, it's not a 240? Like, what the fuck is that thing? Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. They were saying it was like a like a like all sorts of shit, man. Never was the best one you saw. What was the best one you saw? I don't know. They were saying all sorts of shit, but nothing, nothing to do with Cressida. I was at a drift event once and someone told, said Carter Jackson's 100 was a Volvo. I thought that was nice. It's like, it drifted yeah. the Volvo. I'm like, that's a Toyota. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I told them, and in, in five years, they'll be worth $40,000. No, um, 
Just you wait. Huh? Just you wait. I got a crystal ball. You're going to be, I was like Marty McFly, like at, you know, the 10,000 leagues under the sea dance being yeah. like, your kids are going to be real into this, you know, like yeah, I was gonna get say Adam LZ on the phone. I found a car. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> see, that's, uh, right. I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, you were going to say that the internet makes it easier to find things that you want to be into. Dude, you, yeah, so totally. Like that's what, that, okay, well, I will say this. It's like, yeah, like everything you want to know is like at your fingertips. Like Gerard said, like you can yeah. just search a hashtag. You could see a photo of a car and you could Google image reverse search yeah. it to find out what kind of car that way is. Yeah. And then look up information about it. Like, yeah, there's, you know what I mean? Like if you want to learn, it's all out there. But then yeah. people will still message you and be like, what over fenders do you have on your car? And you're like, yeah. they're fucking serial nine, you idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, like, um, what, 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 fender, I, what fenders do I buy Aristo? those? Yeah. Where they do I get the fenders the for the Aristo? Like, no, they never it. say Aristo, Kevin. Where, GS, where yeah. do you get the GS fenders? And I, I don't even know where to start with that question because it's like, where yeah, do I get they, the they, GS? Fan? Dude, they're just trying to buy something off you, man. Just be happy. <laughs> just be a, an accessible just... guy. Be an everyman. Stop being so goddamn. I am the guard. most everyman. I am you are not the most everyman. You, are you the have no idea everyman. how many fucking people I respond to every single day. I, that doesn't DM. make you an everyman. I didn't say you were impolite. I said you're you're not. There's a difference. <laughs> What's the you difference? are you're a nice person, but you're not the everyman. Yeah, but people don't see themselves in you, you know? Yeah, you're, yeah, I don't, I don't. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't are, think we have, we don't have really have an everyman over at yeah. 09. Jake. <laughs> Jake's pretty the everyman, yeah. Jake's, yeah. Jake's more yeah, everyman Jake. than we are. He's got VSKS, he's the everyman. Yeah, well then, yeah, he is the everyman. He fully yeah. is. I, yeah, Gerard, I think it's adorable that you think you're the everyman. <laughs> You're fucking on here last. The fact time that you think that you're the everyman just shows how much of not the everyman you really are. <laughs> yeah, or or that like you have no concept of what an everyman is. Like, I, I, maybe I don't. Maybe you would say it all the time. Catchphrase: You the string that breaks, it snaps because oh, people yeah, aren't. Yeah. You're avant-garde. You're not. Uh, people love Blitzo threes. You don't love Blitzo threes. You know, like people. You, those are. Yeah, because you're I believe it's ahead. You're not an everyman, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking out here telling people if you gotta have muscles with a chorizo broth. That's not like a an everyman <laughs> meal, you know. Like <laughs> I mean, I also like I also like pizza, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. Just anyway. not with chicken. Yeah. Anyways, I meat. feel like I feel like, yeah, like if you can't uh, yeah, I mean and and that and doesn't really but why are people then not? Why are people not finding the thing that we like? I think is a. The I don't thing think that they're not certain. finding it. I think that many people are finding it. Like yeah, how, it is a huge. It's like the is, most popular. That's the yeah. thing. Like nothing's come along to take everyone away from it yet. Like yeah. it's like gone a bit into stance, and then people have taken stance to the absolute like retarded extreme. I've, yeah, with I which is that. what I think the like TikTok builds are. Yeah, no. I kind of feel like maybe, maybe it's like though, a viewpoint it? thing. Like maybe Mikey is seeing 
more of something else and thinking that people are straying away from like, let's say, let's call it the final bout style or whatever, when in fact, there's just more people generally into a lot more shit. And like, in in my world, the final bout scene is growing huge. But like, right. at the same time, that's why it's parallel, so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in yeah, yeah, exactly. Why are Ganadors eighteen hundred dollars all of a sudden? Because you can sell them to fucking twenty people instead of two people. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like some guy's gonna pay eighteen hundred bucks for Ganadors because those are the absolute fucking things he has to have. And I mean, even me, I'm like, man, should I get real Ganadors or should I get those other things or should I just do something completely different? Because like, fuck all those stupid mirrors, anyways. Yeah, and real like, everyman answer right there. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true that. But yeah, no, I, like, I, like, I kind of, I kind of like, I, I want to be the everyone. I want to have Ganadors because, like, that's what people think are cool. I kind of think they're cool, but like, I'm sure that I would just be easily as happy buying a thousand dollar fucking titanium exhaust and spending two hundred or three hundred dollars on some other mirrors that I think are cool. But then it's gonna like maybe not get recognized the same because like it, it, the string's broken. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not yeah. a Ganador, like uh what are those like you know tale, what i mean like tale as old as time gerard's ahead of the curve beauty and the uh, beast yeah uh um, yeah what i was gonna say is all those all those other builds the super stance and the super shitty like super duper camber all that shit is progressing at an exponential rate too so like and because of social media everyone is seeing it including mikey's seeing that that is like like infiltrating your feed and maybe you think that that's more popular. I mean, it probably is, but. I mean, it's, it's viral for sure because it's so preposterous that like you can't help but show someone how preposterous yeah. it is. It's literally like watching fucking world star back in the day. It's like people will, those things will go viral because yo man, they fucking punched him and his eye fell out of his head or some shit. And it's like, everybody wants to see that. Is it good? I don't want to see that. Not that really? You, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, no, I fully get it. It's just like Here's yo, what, you want to you want to see some the most something stupid. You want to see the most? Yeah, yeah. That's the most. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right, how many final belt cards can you look at and and not get bored when like you look at this fucking Mazda RX8 that like has the shock welded to the control arm? You just like oh fuck, it's so stupid. Like ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and that's the thing it's like all the like all those people sharing it to their friends being like this is so stupid you're still just driving that yeah that. you're giving it attention so fucking stop giving yeah. it attention if you don't you know, if you don't it's care because about it. we're more binded by hate as people like yes, to hate no, on 100% it. true and i mean yeah. it's like even some of those guys like bios are like what does it say building cars to for you to hate or you know shit like that type of stuff it's like they're literally fucking building it so that they'll just get a rise out of you it's like well, and you well, are getting risen out of it yeah. you know what i mean it's like if you don't if you don't want to give those people attention or you don't if you hate what they're about then just don't care about them yeah just ignore them yeah but it makes people feel superior to be like look at how dumb this person like that is like that's that, true man yeah. i mean so many yeah. people showed me that fucking rx8 and i looked at it once and i was like yeah man like like are you surprised that like the fucking yeah. shock is literally welded to the, like I don't even know why it has shocks in the first fucking place. Yeah, exactly. Take some what, is it, what does it need those for? You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. 
Um, I wonder though. I'm gonna. I you make very valid points. You can search anything. You can be into anything. Be whatever you like. Have whatever you like. Um, but I wonder. We maybe were to some degree not necessarily old. i just said um, old i said old, old with like an old, old voice i was like old yeah yeah i was just gonna say like maybe we were very close to the flame when it originally happened and as things progress they vary slightly it gets watered down or it changes it evolves okay jordan and kevin come along they look at japanese shit but they do it and they put their own twist on it and yeah. then the next generation comes along and they see Gerard and Kevin doing Japanese shit with their own twist on it. And they're like, we're going to do that, but with our own twist on it. So then you go like, you know, now you're two generations removed or whatever from, yeah. from the original thing. And now the next generation comes along and they're looking at the generation that was looking up to Kevin and Gerard. And then they're saying like, well, we're going to do what this other generation did like the one before us but we're going to do it our way and so maybe the the ingredients can still be there if the right people are out there being predominant with them but uh yeah everyone's just doing their own thing and putting a twist on it so it's like the longer we do this the further away we'll get from that 2001 era maybe there'll be another resurgence at some point but it feels like we've already had the resurgence of that. And so now like the the next generation will have to put their own twist on it for it to be affordable. That's why I think that's what I think is happening. But I don't know why in drifting. I just think that there isn't enough nice cars at the track drifting. The people that should be out there doing the things aren't out there doing the things. That's also on me. The one thing I think that like kind of got glossed over, I like I tried to bring it up, but I don't think it got like driven home or something was like, you go out there, you have a fender bender. Now you're like, all right, I want to like get my, get a new hood. You know, like I bent my wheel. I got to like get my wheel fixed or like, luckily, you know, maybe you got a bunch of wheels and you can get back out there. Now you're like, oh, I got to get my hood painted and this, that, and the other. But like, if you don't care about your thing, you could just be out there all the time. Yeah. And then you're out there all the time and you're in the scene all the time. You're at the track all the time. You're meeting people all the time. You're driving with new people all the time and you're driving all the time, you know? Yeah. So so does does that person not a car person? You know? No, they're definitely not. Yeah, I was curious. How um, banged up the Alteza has to get before we revoke Kevin's car person license. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I also, I don't know, like I already have a new, you know, I bought a new hood. Like I want my car to look nice. You can have your license renewed when you get your new I mean, I'm throwing the taillights in the garbage this year, you know, yeah. new taillights are going in. Yeah. Uh, I was going to elaborate on his point a little bit because I sort of like, even on the street level, I feel that it's like, Man, like being cool or having a cool car, or having a sick car or whatever you fucking want to call it, it's a giant hindrance. It is an absolute hindrance. Like don't don't let anybody tell you that it's like fucking sick to have a cool car because it's absolutely the worst to have a cool car. Like everything you do is to make this car look and be cool and perfect and nice. And then you kind of don't want to fuck it up. And then when you fuck it up, it's like a way bigger deal, even just like on the surface level of like emotionally, you know what I mean? It's like, 
if you have shitty wheels, you don't give a fuck if they're curved or if they if they have scratches on them or anything like that. And it's like like Kevin said, or ever it's like them it's, or... it's probably very liberating to have a car that doesn't really not that it doesn't look cool, but like you literally just don't really give a shit about the aesthetic appearance of that drift car. It's probably extremely liberating. Like you can go as hard mm-hmm. as you want, you can go as close as you want, you can drive it as much as you want, you can. You, you don't have to yeah, fix like it you run out of tires just like, you can just you can run you can run anybody else's tires if yeah. you run out because it yeah. oh you want stocks matter. i got some stocks yeah put those fucking stocks on. i just want to go drifting i don't give a fuck that they're 165 80 20 like 15s or whatever you know what i mean like just put them on are they tires yes can i drive yes like liberating right. probably sure i do would never think- know but in my you know yeah. might be liberating. <laughs> yeah you never want to be liberated um <laughs> Uh, it's like shaving your head you know what i mean it's like you're always just trying to make your hair look cool and you're like yo fuck this hair and then it's like you just feel so much better because you don't have to do it right anyways uh i was gonna say like one of the things that i think is really awful of me is that i expect people to have nice drift cars and like now Obviously, I take photos of Kevin in video when Kevin drifts. It's pretty like demanding to be like, Kevin, you've driven all these events, but always make sure your car is presentable. Like it's not fully plausible. So I think it's like you have to factor in a game plan for that. So but I like realize like it's pretty fucking easy for the dude that like takes photos to be like, build a nice car. Keep mm-hmm. your car nice. So I can always take nice have photos. Nice, yeah. So I can take nice photos. You know, like, what am I doing out here? But uh, so I think, like, maybe I need to give people more leeway on that. That mm. said, I still don't want to take photos of like <laughs> shitty cars because yeah. you can't I mean, do like, anything with them. I was gonna say, like, a good example too is that last drift event at Western. It's like, like I only drove the Blit like four laps, man, because like the trade off is that I have a nice car that I look at and drive every day. But the trade-off is that I didn't really get to drive. I didn't get a lot of seat time at the drift event because I was just like worried about banging it up. And I, you know what I mean? And it's like, you could just trade off not ever driving your car on the street for always driving it on the track. Yeah. I think what but you, you would said, still want to have a nice looking car, even yeah. if, even if it's only on the track, you know, because I think that's yeah, just the type yeah. of people we are. No, for <laughs> yeah. sure. But like at the same time, it's like, yeah. I think the thing that, Gerard just said some people if they would listen to this podcast it would be sad to some them. people sad some for people I think it would sound really sad it's like if you're a hardcore drifter in the case that Gerard just made is like I didn't actually drift as much as everyone else because like I didn't want to wreck my car hypothetically speaking i'm not saying this someone could be like well that guy sounds like a real pussy real sit yeah i was gonna say <laughs> sissy but yeah like <laughs> sounds like a real sissy he doesn't want to drive his car he's not even out there having fun i would say this so gerard has as much fun driving his car as often as he can if you've ever driven with gerard he has fun driving it on the street i'm pretty sure and he has fun driving it on the track so it's not a hardship and it is a thing where it's like, I get it. You have a nice thing and you don't want to ruin it. So I, I understand that. But I, I, I mean, that's also like a sliding scale too. The older you get, the less you want to work on your car. So like mm-hmm. if you're 20 and you don't give a shit and you have nothing else to do, but work on your car, you'll fix it all day long. You'll fix it every day. You'll wreck it. You'll fix it. 
And you know, like there's that saying, build, break, repeat. It's like, that only works for when you don't have other shit in your life to do, man. Like, I don't want to break or repeat or like I'll build the fucking thing. And I just like, I just want it to stay nice. You know what I mean? Like, anyways, yeah. So it's inevitable, obviously. It is inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, the minute you're out there, something yeah. could go wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's, that's the, but, that's I mean, the I like, thing you like, take with a drift say, car. Knock on wood, though. It's like, you know, done whatever, three years, bunch of events, like never had a diff problem, never had a tranny problem, yeah, never exactly. had a never had a brake problem. Toyota things. Never had a, yeah, <laughs> ne- well, I mean, the, the transmission's Nissan, but yeah, never had an engine issue, ne- you know, never had an overheating issue, never had, you know, like. Yeah. Like yeah, the like only, the car like I didn't really have any, shit. yeah, yeah, it didn't break, didn't fix, didn't repeat, you know, like until, <laughs> until I started driving into things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are just like aesthetics, right? Like most of that stuff could quickly but that, be fixed. That's like just if you it. had two like, spare cars, yeah, like even that car my, would look great tomorrow. Like, like yeah, even you, you know, even out there as is, it was still whatever top twenty five percent of the cars at that event. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you got yeah, that I, I, mod. I do have a hilarious duckbill hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So I think that I don't know if that answers that question about the 90s and why 90s or sorry early 2000 2000s why people aren't finding it i think they are i think it's just everyone's putting their their own spin on it their also things are spin. things are cyclical so we come back to things like there was crazy stance and then it wasn't crazy stance and then crazy stance on tiktok i have said i've made a case i've pleaded with gerard to put start a tiktok account and he has not. But oh. <laughs> I do think that there is a thing where it is, um, where are people going to find that information? So we just had this whole talk. It's like, you could do anything. The world's at your fingertips. But even though the world's still at your fingertips and you could research the shit out of things, often people's first move is just to direct message you and get the question, like, answer my question for me. Because that's easier than, like, doing the research, right? Like, why spend... 45 minutes looking for an answer when I can just like message this dude and he'll tell me. And uh, anyway, so I think the other part of that is that maybe even younger people spend less time on Instagram and they spend more time on TikTok. So maybe we're moving away from certain things because the things that you see on TikTok aren't the Gerards of the world because Gerard doesn't want to be on TikTok. Maybe you're right. Maybe Maybe there isn't any of the of our world there. Yeah, I mean, I, so I kind of yeah. I mean that is possible. That is but a I, small possibility for sure. It could be a big possibility. We don't even know because we haven't done any scientific testing. We need a study of two people. Of two people and what their opinions that's how, are. Yeah, but Gerard, you've been making reels for Instagram. You yeah. just put those on yeah, TikTok, yeah, yeah. and you would probably have way higher engagement on tiktok and then be reaching future well, I mean, like I, engaging with like 20 something year olds that maybe you're not engaging with uh, anymore like, i mean yeah yeah i mean honestly the i feel like instagram reels are coming up like they're still like pretty coming up i don't know what the fuck to say they're coming up pretty <laughs> hard like they're going really hard with these reels like honestly instagram literally is real fuck these days yeah. yeah, it's all real. So, I mean, yeah, like our Instagram 
like for me doing those like few reels, like not few, but like whatever consistent reels for the couple of weeks, we reached over like 200,000 people like in like sure. two weeks. But Whether those people follow, I mean, I, I gained a bunch of followers too. But are those people under 20? Yeah. What I'm saying is there's another demographic coming up that's probably on TikTok and they're seeing all the like. Tell you right TikTok. now. Okay, good. They're see there's probably like an even bigger ocean out there with a vaster net probably you could catch but i mean yeah i i think you uh yeah i i agree um but also it's possible that the people on tiktok maybe maybe you're right that the the demographic people that we want like i maybe they're not on tiktok either because they're like yo fuck that you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but maybe not. We don't. Now we're getting real. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe go. But you would never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You would never know. Age range: forty percent, eighteen to twenty-four. Ooh, that's not six. That's not sixty percent. Well, thirty-four is twenty-five to thirty-four. So basically, yeah. what is that? Like seventy-four no. percent is eighteen to thirty-four. Oh, 74%. Yeah. 75%. No, actually, but, it's like 76% is 18 to 34. There may, what I'm saying is there may be people on another platform that have no fucking clue. And the people that they're looking to to set an example for them also have uh, maybe have like slightly more of a clue. But because they're posting and getting views, they've become to circle back to it. They've become the black belt in the dojo. And you're not even in the TikTok dojo. You're not even in that realm to tell people that there's another world out there. That's why they have a whole group of people that don't know what a Crescent is. They're looking at Mikey's car and they're like, we don't know what the fuck this is. Maybe, Ryan. Maybe. You could get out there and spread the word of Serial 9 on platforms like Pinterest. For us. <laughs> make, a, make a mood like board. We're definitely, we're definitely not reaching the Pinterest crowd. Yeah, Ryan I mean, is, you could is get the that for us, thirty-four-year-old woman of fucking serial nine. <laughs> Why am I the thirty-four-year-old? Pinterest. Woman? Who the fuck do you think is on Pinterest, man? Sure, fucking eighteen-year-old boys. One of the designers that I worked with, like, told me to get Pinterest, and he's like a big-time designer. Like, anyway, um, what I'm yeah. saying is there's older there are people that design ask people that use pinterest i don't use pinterest i don't have a need for it but i think that there's a common thing uh in the car scene we hate every generation that follows us every generation hates the next generation coming up actually that's just the world i don't even think that's a car scene i mean i don't even know if that's true but like you don't think so fucking as a millennial, we're millennials. Gerard's not a millennial. Gerard's Gen X, isn't he? I mean, you're the one putting names on it, man. Yeah. Can you just let oh. people be? No, not for the purpose of what we're about to talk about. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. Classify, uh, classify me, bro. Pigeonhole me into another group. Stereotype well, me with just a, a bunch millenn- of other people based on when I was you're born. A mille- you're a millennial. I'm a Gen a large X. Part, I just said that, Gerard <laughs> keep up you're a boomer at this point no um kevin is a millennial uh his sense of humor is 
largely influenced by the by this definition that I've read says the Simpsons in Futurama loves to share me. Does that not classify Kevin? Sure does. Yeah, you got yeah. me there. Yeah, you got yeah. me there. Good. Uh, no, um, you pigeonholed me think, so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think so. When I was in my twenties and I had a one eighty. I remember older car dudes in the scene being like, kind of like trying to sh- shit talk down to me about what I was in, you know, what I was into. Like, and then when the next generation came up, I remember it's kind of like it's this uh, this cycle of abuse where it's like one generation gets abused, so then yeah, they feel like, like it's on them to abuse the next generation. You know? Yeah, I get that a bit. And so that's why, like, you always, always see a car generation shit talking, like, shit talking the next car generation coming up. I know this because Jake made a post and was sharing this, this, like, story about, like, all the the new, the new generation in the car scenes, just a bunch of clout chasers. That's all they care about. And Uh, that's why I I don't go to car meets. And it's like, yeah, but in the same token, that's what my generation said about jake's generation and now jake's generation is saying that about the next generation and that's probably what the generation before my generation was saying about us like oh you just want to be on the internet you just want to be on a blog or you want to be on featured you just want to get a feature you're doing it for attention but like all car guys are doing shit for attention maybe they wanted to get into a magazine or win a car show or whatever i wanted to be in a magazine yeah you never I were, just wanted you? the girls to look at me as I cruise down Main Street on Friday night in my 74 Coupe de Ville. <laughs> I had something to say, but then I was waiting to say it. And I'm pretty sure I forgot it now. So let's... Well, let's see if you remember it, old Gen X. It was to do with our scene. I don't know, man. I'll figure it out. Yeah, you think about it, Gen Xer. You're a real uh, say anything. What are other Gen X movies? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking make one up, Gerard. That's what you're here for. Gen X movies? Aren't Gen X yeah. movies like fucking Pulp Fiction and uh, and uh, Reservoir Dogs and like shit like that? I'm just naming Quentin Tarantino movies. I mean, those are good movies. Kids, uh, kids was, kids was my... Ah, was my, uh, uh, Reality Bites is what I was thinking of. Is the, like, reality Bites. The fuck yeah. is that? Didn't watch that. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I mean that's old though. That was already old when I was. Yeah, but so are you. I. I (laughs) But I know what I mean is I feel like it was hackers. Uh, Yeah, hackers. I I was thinking like Requiem for a Dream. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Come on, man, Spike Lee. I guess. Sure. You're not down with a Spike Lee joint. It's okay, but I mean, I was young when those movies came out, man. Like I wasn't like You're movie watching that. age. Yeah, but I feel like that's when you like see those movies because now they're in like syndication and stuff. Like you know. Yeah. When you're, you know, man. But, yeah. John Cusack was the just the fucking the like Gen X dude is what I was like. John Cusack. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Anyways. Okay. 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 Go on. Might be more of a Kevin question. Okay. This is still Mikey. Oh, it's still the same question. No, yeah, he really gave us. Listen, he gave us the gas to go on this on this episode. 
Do you guys feel that the BCDA, so that's the British Columbia Drift Association, okay, and Mission Raceway, okay, could be a new hub for Western Canadian drifting? It seems that it's very possible if the cards are played right. Do we feel that Mission Raceway um, could be a new hub? I mean, it's currently like the only hub. I mean, depending no, how, how big of a, a net you cast, you know. Well, Western Canada goes to Saskatchewan, Melville, um, or Melville, uh, Manitoba. Or is that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have no clue, buddy. Okay, West, let me go. Western it. Canada goes to like the Kootenays, and then it ends. <laughs> That's it. It's just BC. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Verda boys. Western Canada goes to, I think a lot of people consider it Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta. And Manitoba, Western Canada? No way. Get out of here, man. Not yeah. a chance. No okay. way. That's, oh, like yeah, calling, like, that's like calling yeah. Milwaukee Midwest. It's nowhere near the fucking West. I don't know where that name came from. Sorry, Americans. But the West is on the West that's side Midwest. of the fucking continent. Do you know what I mean? Midwest, not, no, Jesus. Techni- no, technically it is. Technically, Manitoba is Western Canada. No, of course he's right that it's technically Midwest. Like, West. Why did like, I get so fucking just, like trampled on? Because nobody gives a shit about right. Manitoba. And, and like, it it's shouldn't not be considered West. West. <laughs> I like that the sentence is, of course he's right, but we're going to continue to shit on him. We're not uh, shitting on, on you. We're no, shitting yeah. on you. <laughs> we're shitting on Manitoba. We're on shitting yeah, on I'm facts. from Manitoba, so I have the right to shit on Manitoba. You literally started this podcast by telling people you were from BC. And then I had to <laughs> I never said you. I was from BC. You were I said born, I was born in born BC. Born and raised. Born in BC. <laughs> Which means born at the age of 13. Technically, I was born in Manitoba, yeah. but my life didn't start till I moved to BC. <laughs> <laughs> when Gerard went to BC, he had a bar mitzvah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Then he became a. I mean, literally, Manitoba a real consisted boy. of the only exciting part of Manitoba in my entire life was the fact that I would spend summers beside a fucking car shop. So, like, Man. two two months out of every year, I would, and maybe for only like two or three years, I got to see cool cars. That's it. Do you that's, ever think that that's maybe why you are the way that you are? Oh no, hundred percent. But like, but then you're like, that car it has no. Well, I think you have to. I like twelve years is a long time. I mean, you're fucking and, a little shit for at least four of them. Like, you don't know shit. I mean, sure, but still, so like, those are formidable years. years. You came up and learned. Some, well, no, Gerard, you were twelve, and if you were four, that's <laughs> God damn it. I can't even do math, bro. Yeah, what you're meant it's to Because I'm good from at Manitoba. Ah, <laughs> too much huffing gas. Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Is how did we get to that from this? Okay. Western Canada. Yeah, man. Western oh, Canada. Oh yeah. Well, Let's just stop talking about Manitoba because it's actually irrelevant. So I don't know what the American equivalent of Manitoba is, but it's I, Somebody's gonna comment. It's a flyover it. state for sure. Yeah. Dakota, what are the North Dakota? Who cares? Sure. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, okay. Does mission 
have the possibility to become the hub for drifting in Western Canada. Go. Cool if it did. Uh, if it did. Maybe. If it, yeah, honestly, I would say that maybe somewhere in Alberta might because it's in the middle and people could come from yeah, elsewhere. Exactly. Be like missions all the way to the very end. Like, you know, unless you're going to the yeah. island. Um, Stratotech looks like a much better fucking track. It does look like a really sick track, yeah. I'll go Stratotech. I would also like to go Stratotech. How did I also I'm gonna say I enjoy that we've changed that has was an answer. It was like, would you ever go to Stratotech? And there was a point where both of you were like, nope. Well, no, I hadn't been exposed to what it was. Yeah, I, I had no you know? idea what Stratotech was. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not even that long ago I asked you. Like, no. ah, we'll just it's go only because our yeah. friends went there and shared footage, and they're like, yo, this part is sick, this part is sick. And I was like, let me see what the Stratotech business is about. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's also like 12 hours. Remember, we could like we could go to like yeah, Cali, basically, or go to Stratotech. I mean, Cali's definitely not 12 hours, but yeah, it's... It's a bit. It's a bit more. Edmonton is a long ass way. <laughs> Edmonton is a long ass, and way. it's all hills. So like you're 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 spending bucket loads on fuel. It's like driving to Cali would probably I mean, cost you half the amount of driving. There's also fuel. a bunch of hills on the way to Cali. Mm, not like the fucking Rockies. Mountains. I think you're confusing hills with mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I say mountains? You said we said there's a bunch of hills. I yeah. said mountains. Like mountains. you're driving through Yo. the Rocky Mountains. Roll back yeah. up. Roll back up. Yeah, That's like you could like roll roll the oh, back yeah, yeah. and then hear what Gerard said. Oh yeah, I will. But do that. that's only the people listening. Yeah, not, not us. Not us. And if I'm wrong, I'm just gonna cut it out. <laughs> um Okay, I yeah, I'm gonna say could could mission become the hub? No, it can't. No, it doesn't seem exciting enough. Nope, Kevin said that he drove an exciting part of it. I think it has. I think it could work. I don't think that mission's an ugly track. I think it's nice. It's in the, like a cool part. What I do think is that it is too goddamn far. For everyone to want to drive to because if the midwest is starting at the province that we don't want to say that's too much of a drive whereas edmonton is actually kind of somewhere in the middle so yeah this becomes the tradition this i don't know you guys probably maybe remember uh it just looks like a day. better road course yeah yeah it's an actual racing track What's not a hodgepodge i mean yeah um I guess this is like there's always been a divide between BC and the rest of Western Canada when it comes to drifting, right? BC is BC has no coilovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode no, is brought to you by BC Racing Coilovers. Yeah, because BC is the California of Canada. And we, yeah, like, yes, BC is California. We just freestand on our own and just do our own thing. And we totally think we're cooler than the and rest of the We think we're better than country. everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When in fact, Mission Raceway is not that great. It's, it's fun. fine. Like, it's good. It could, it ha- look, it has all. Here's so the what, thing. like, I think there was a window left, me, and we blew me, it. Uh, Lance, you had a question with another question. 
You know what it doesn't have? Elevation a change. Waterfall? Yeah. No. Yeah. That, uh, you know what it doesn't have? Bigger corners. Water. Yeah, that only matters for like Gerard's six hundred horsepower monster cars. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's a hub, meaning it has to cater to multiple levels of motorsport. Well, that was and what if, I was going to say. What is this like hub? Because what what are they replacing? Because if you're talking about like Penticton Speedway and DUI <laughs> events, like you know, like because yeah. I mean, what what yeah. is, that was what, it? What is the hub? Well, that was at it the was hub. That, I mean, that was the thing. That was the big attraction. That would pull the pull the people. Yeah, I mean, that that, was... I feel like Mission could become Penticton. Yes. I don't think it can. I don't think people will drive this far. And I don't think, I think. If you're an Edmonton guy, why are you going to drive past? Or like a Calgary guy, why are you going to like drive infinitely more hours to go to a, a worse track? You mean or, worse than Penticton? Than no. Stratotech. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Because what's like, the draw? I think the DC, Edmonton bro. guy. <laughs> but it's more expensive. Anyway. I no, think the can, Edmonton guys come here, come here for the for vacation portion. Spec D. Like I get that they come here for Spec D because they can get a you know that's part of the comp. Yeah, you have to go to the you know you gotta but go for drive fun, the For fun, our friends who are getting older, with the exception of Carter Jackson, who is the fountain of youth. Uh like why would like Penticton was nice because that was a vacation thing. A lot of people I've found. And the prairies don't necessarily have like the most interest in driving to Vancouver to drift, like the Vancouver area. Like it's a long fucking way to go and not what like. The only reason you'd want to, I mean, not the only reason, but I feel like one of the reasons you'd probably want to come here is to like, obviously just hang out at the beaches and shit like that, which no, is like. But the, the, as someone who's from Saskatchewan and I've, Someone else from Saskatchewan listens to this and gets mad. Whatever. I was recently in Kelowna, and Kelowna is like the goddamn promised land for Saskatchewan. Like, <laughs> and Albert, like, that is it. When you talk to people in Saskatchewan, um, yeah. About, Carter about was always they, going out to Kelowna. Yeah, they love Kelowna. It's lake life. Nobody gives a shit about the ocean and the prairies. They just want lakes and uh, some uh, some mountains. That's- and that's that, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's possible. I'm yeah, telling I agree. You that's I, so I don't feel like, yeah, there's not the same draw. I was going to say too, it's be, one of the things it's like kind of close to the States, but I mean, like you could just go to the States through BC anyways, like you have to come all the way to Vancouver to go to the States. Like, But yeah, Penticton was close to the States too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, no, I, guess, only... I guess mission's fucked. Store the garbage. For, mission is <laughs> fucked. For Western Canada, mission could be a thing specifically West wise. Or like it would like is the only real option for BC to have for BC's Mecca. But it's it's like okay, so compare Evergreen and compare Mission. It's like Mission isn't like you said, it's an actual racetrack. Evergreen is a fucking couple of ovals. But like I would totally rather drift at Evergreen. Like, totally. Hmm. It's just like Kevin. Where would you rather drift, Mission or Evergreen? I mean, you, you could essentially run the exact same layout that we ran at Evergreen. Evergreen, you have like infinitely more potential to lay out a million different things, and then also that five eighths bank is is like 
massive. Yeah, I was gonna say like, even if you massive. don't use the whole five eighths bank, you <clears throat> could like start on the five eighths bank, like we used to at some points. And like, yeah, there's multiple different layouts. And then when they were saying like when they get the private events, they can use the like pits and stuff. There's a whole bunch more going on there. Well, I mean, yeah. the pits is just the five eights. Uh, what, like, so yeah, what are you talking about? Well, they're using like the access roads and shit from the pits and stuff. You know, in some of those ones where Aaron comes out and like, yeah, there's, a, there's the jump. Yeah, like yeah, there's like the weird yeah like, little areas. It's like you could just like add a bit more tech, add a bit more tech to like the three eights going through yeah. there or something like that, right? But yeah, well, and then there's also like kind of like that jump. That, uh, yeah, it'll never mean? never be the mecca for the PNW. It could only ever be for BC because, like, yeah, there's Evergreen and there's exactly. all these other tracks that are in the PNW that are I better. Mean, that uh, there's also like you know, like, there's the fact that you have to come to Canada. So, I will say though that like I feel like as a drifter, most people just want to drive a lot of tracks. Like, remember, just the, the Carter mentality is he wants to drive all the tracks. So, I mean. Mission Raceway being a track and like you, you I can call watch that the Kevin mentality. Go on, sorry. Yeah, but you can you can watch a video of Mission. Maybe not the mission we ran. Maybe the mission you guys ran. In addition to the mission we ran, that might be pretty attractive because it's like, oh, there's a lot going on there. It looks like they're you know they're doing some of this the, the road course. Um, you know, it's like kind of cool. I feel like people who want to drift and like drift with people like that have cool, you know, similar cool cars. I feel like they would come, but like, would it be as attractive even remotely as say park? Not a fucking chance. We don't have park doesn't exist. No, I know. I'm just saying like when park existed, everybody wanted to go to park. Everybody. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I think that, Given a reason, I think people would come in the Pacific Northwest to Mission. Maybe, like it's certain also people, fucking not ugly shit. It's not a. It's no. There's zero beauty. And what are you zero. talking about? Mission. Then, You're on the Mission's water. There's a that. bunch of trees. It's trees. Like, I, it's not that. Dude, it's, like, yeah, honestly, it's not that at all. There's I mean, other place. I would no, say it's, it's no nicer. park. It's no. It's no. Yeah, but what is? But and like then park it's is no, like the. the almost like the top one you know it's like, nicer than ever i think it's nicer than shooting at evergreen right but evergreen is is a, a different track. vibe entirely yeah it's like a professional racetrack like well also evergreen screams america yes like evergreen would not ever ever exist in canada ever no like the closest thing was western which is like a, it's like the wish version of fucking evergreen you know what i mean or what about uh pastoral or whatever it was that seems like that's ever that was evergreen yeah i mean i i i never went there i've been it was it was fine like it was what yeah it was it's, okay. it's just like it wasn't yeah it wasn't evergreen but it was it was fine My, i've been to strata i've been to strata tech it is nice it is a nice track to shoot at uh i i don't think mission is an ugly track what i'm saying though is that i think Here's the thing. Penticton is maybe, as you guys have said, one of the uglier tracks, but oh, it was sure. a draw. And I it think had a lot people, of character though. Yeah. And I think but people will go to things <laughs> that are a draw. I think mission yeah. could be a draw 
for a certain niche group of people that would probably make Mikey happy. I don't think mission can be the drifting hub of Western Canada. I feel no. like we've already lost that to Stratotech because like Stratobash exists. And I've seen Yeah, they've already say, done it. They're doing it. They're pushing that envelope forward. You know, yeah. like them having that event this year makes me want to go to that event next year. So the mm-hmm. draw is already there. But I will say, I don't know if, if Stratobash fully aligns with the things mm-hmm. that the the style that we admire is the yes. nicest way I right and so but maybe if people go and do that maybe you would see more of that but I would I would say like goat drives straddle bash and he doesn't do it in his 100 he doesn't do it in his you know like he does it in yeah in e, wagon. e40 with six wagon yeah I mean that thing was still cool definitely yeah. stylish yeah because goat owns it and goat is stylish that's just yes. you know, yeah. like that's you know He's kind of like Gerard, and would he ever have a car that? But I mean, I don't know. Maybe if Gerard was out there with his hundred, and Carter came out, and I came out, and like we brought a bunch of the dudes from BC, maybe he would drive it in with his one hundred. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then that is that's that. But then that is an effort that is required on our end, and to push for that, but then still pushes the fact that I think Stratotech becomes the the replacement for DUI or the hub for drifting in western canada mission can be its own thing mission has to get its shit together for those that don't know or haven't heard in the other episodes mission had a lot of like kind of whack rules that they put into place this year there's rumors that they're going to change them back and if they did that would be amazing um i mean it would be a hub for serial nine fucking week monthly testing and drifting days that's the extent of it but you could hold an event there. I mean, and that's I that's feel not like, the no. extent of it either, though. Yeah, yeah I'm just that's, that. that's the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> you could hold a gala there, like a proper. Yeah, I mean, we did have a gala. Yeah. We did, but not. But it was during COVID, right? So we're both yeah. during COVID. Can we yeah. guys think that track has like? I mean, the trees and the water, like, yeah, okay, it has trees and water, but like the you track. Can see itself a mountain is, in the background. What the track talking? itself, though, is what I'm saying. The track itself is fucking ugly. Some all tracks, pictures, all tracks are just pavement. Yeah, some no. of the best pictures I have no. of your Aristo is <laughs> you're like oh that track. you're like oh it's like it's not the background it's not the trees it's just the track and it's like what yeah. so you talk, what do you what the, what what is okay like park is a beautiful track is it not yeah but it does U.S. Air is a beautiful track is it not U.S. US Air, Air is pretty yeah it's yeah. It's well maintained. Uh, US well, also, it's, it's the track itself track. is dynamic. There's not like what's dynamic about fucking mission. But I, uh, U.S. Air's background isn't always. This is a cornfield. Isn't always the best. Like, I mean, but like I, the most of the shots I, at U.S. Air just usually see the track in the background. You don't yeah, see which isn't field. super pretty. Uh, and like okay, I like U.S. Air, and it's cool to shoot at. It's a dynamic track. I bet it's the best to drive. The best pictures I have of your car, Gerard, are either at Mission or at Evergreen. The ones from Final Bout are the best pictures I have. No, of no, they're not. But also, so, Anna, yeah, what's the, the most fun I had driving there? Still, was at US Air. So, yeah, but the, so that I think 
there's different ways to quantify what a beautiful track is. Uh, I don't think Mission is like, but that's the thing is like, I don't even think like Spirit Peaks is like a bad track. I posted about it and Paul Harrison of Shadow Dynasty said that they need more trees, but I was like, I didn't even think it was that bad. There was trees in the background. It was interesting to shoot at. I think that was just like in general, because there's absolutely no shade. Yeah. Yeah. I called them a hippie and then left it at that. I mean, I would prefer there be like running water, but that was, you know, who am I to say? Who are um, you? Who am I? Who am I? Mission's not the ugliest track by any means. And Park is probably the nicest I've ever shot at. So, I mean, to Kevin's point, you're comparing it to like the best of the best, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Price I don't know. I guess I just I don't I don't enjoy I I don't enjoy mission that much. You don't enjoy it because you can take it for granted. I think. I mean, I I don't think so, man. Like, I feel like when you started driving there, you liked it more. But then it became like. But that's because like, it was like kind of new, and it was like nearby, and it's like, oh, we can actually drift on mission now, like hooray! And then you drift on mission, you're kind of like, oh, okay, like I guess that's what it's about. I don't yeah, know. But it's also it's well, that was that was just it. Like that was my attitude too. But then now all of a sudden I was getting to drive on this other part of the track and yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I haven't driven on that other part. I thought it, it basically cool. yeah, like it makes the track like instead of a two, the track's like a seven. Like oh, that's like good then. Yeah, yeah. we also it's... Kevin and I half talked about this before the episode, and then I said no more talking about it, so we can talk about it on the podcast. We also, I think, like part of drifting is the travel. And when it's in your own backyard, sometimes it's not as much fun. Like, it's not like, you know, like, what's more fun? Going to Mission for the Serial 9 Gala or going to, like, race, uh, going to Western? Well, I was going to even say, like, when we went to Western and stayed in a mansion and had food and had beers together and then went to a racetrack all day. Like, what's more fun? that's well, what that, i mean like there's yeah there's a lack of experience because you just the experience is i'm going to drive home that day yeah but yeah. that is i think a bit taking it for granted because it's like the track itself is fine it's just it's in our backyard it's an hour away from home you drive home and that's it like i mean that's kind of nice though too it was like you know instead of instead of getting a hotel instead of eating shit food it's like i just came home i like slept in my own bed i had a shower like you know I was able to I was able to go back to the shop and get four other wheels and tires for the second day, you know, like yeah. Those I think are all, all things, nice things. <laughs> yeah. I think all things have a place, but like the going to a new track and experiencing a new track is a fun type of tourism, I think. To- totally, yeah. Uh yeah. But to answer the question, Mission Western Canada, probably not could be an attraction in the Pacific Northwest if the cards are played correctly. Probably not. But also, I don't have a crystal ball. So who the draw for it? BC, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's uh yeah, that's a good takeaway, I think. Yeah. Gerard, any other thoughts? Do you wanna run some more tracks through the mud? No. Nope. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like. Yeah, of what a beautiful track aerial, aerial fucking view i don't know man yeah i don't know what it is about Michigan i mean like yeah, i know there's like that that amazing photo of jake's car with the mountain in the background and it's it, that's yeah. that's a mission 
I mean, that's yeah, also I got in a photo of. Yeah, it's if you can take that photo in the pits, the second most liked photo I have of my car is at Mission. Mission does it's have great like, lighting. Yeah, I, the it was the, the with after the car show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great photo. The first most liked photo is outside of Serial Nine. That's now the the highest. That's not true. Ranking. It's the one in my backyard. That's your your post though. Yeah, your post. Then you post my post is the car outside of Serial Nine. Oh shit! Yeah, which is quite a bit for old Ryan Rue, you know. No Ryan Rue. Old Ryan Rue getting those getting Rocky getting those views. Getting views. Nobody wants to watch a video of June, though. That's what. Anyway. That's a great video. Yeah, that video is. Yeah, <laughs> it's very funny that like again, a, a photo of a car is like you can have fourteen hundred likes. Oh, you put time and effort in like into like making a video of your daughter. You may have sixty likes. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, man, that fucking my most viral reel is the one the literally four seconds of me panning over the smash wheel and hood to like a song, and it has like a hundred thousand views. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. The so now we're gonna make a shirt out of it. Are you nice? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Seem like, seem like the move. Okay. Well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in and hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Hope we. Thanks to Mikey for running our fucking show this week. Really appreciate. Uh, yeah. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. This is a this show is dedicated to Mikey and everything that he does. <laughs> thanks, Mikey. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.